Section 7, Chapters 12 and 13 of The Story of Books by Gertrude Burford Rawlings. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Adam Marcetich, August 2010. Chapter 12, Early Printing in Scotland. Scotland was one of the last of the countries of Europe to appreciate the advantages of typography so far as to possess herself of a printing press. She was also, as we have pointed out in a previous chapter, the only one, save England and possibly Holland, to have the art of printing brought to her by one of her own sons and not by a foreigner. The first Scottish printer was Andrew Millar, an Edinburgh bookseller, who imported books from England and from France, and who, in the latter country, learned how to print. Two books are extant which were printed for him on the continent, probably at Rouen by Lawrence Hostingue, and these are worth noticing. The first may speak for itself through its colophon, of which the following is a translation. The book of certain words equivocal in alphabetical order, along with an interpretation in the English tongue, has been happily finished, which Andrew Millar, a Scotsman, has been solicitous should be printed, with admirable art and corrected with diligent care, both in orthographic style, according to the ability available, and cleared from obscurity, in the year of the Christian Redemption, 1505. The second book is an Exposito Sequentarium, or Book of Sequences, of the Salisbury Use, printed in 1506. In 1507, Millar was taken into partnership by Walter Chapman, and fortified by a royal privilege, these two set up the first Scottish printing press, with plant and types and workmen brought by Millar from France. Chapman furnished the capital and Miller the knowledge. Their press was situated at the foot of Blackfriars Wind in the South Gate in Edinburgh. The privilege sets forth that Miller and Chapman have, at our instance and request, for our pleasure, the honor and profit of our realm and liege, taking on them to furnish and bring home and print will all stuff belonging thereto and expert men to use the same for imprinting within our realm the books of our laws acts of parliament chronicles most books etc it is believed that the favor and encouragement shown to millar and chapman by the king was the result of the influence of william elphinstone bishop of aberdeen who had prepared a breviary, Breviarium Everdonens, which he wished to be used by his countrymen to the exclusion of the Salisbury Missal, and that the real purpose of the promotion of the first printing press in Scotland was the printing of this work, for the privilege goes on to say, and, alas, it is decided and thought expedient by us and our council that in time coming most books, after our own Scottish use, and with legends of Scottish sanctus, 
as it is now gathered and acted by one reverend father in god and our truest counsellor william bishop of aberdeen and eutherus be used generally within all our realm alone as the same may be imprinted and provided and that no manner of such books of salisbury use be brought to be sold within our realm in time coming any one infringing this decree was to be punished and the books forfeited but the earliest work of the southgate press consisted of literature of a lighter sort and when dated at all is dated fifteen o eight while the breviary did not make its appearance till later these early productions which survive only in fragments included the porteus of nobleness the knightly tale of gulagros and gwain sir elgamore of artois the maying or disport of chaucer and several others the maying or disport of chaucer is the most perfect specimen remaining and its exact date can be ascertained from its colophon which reads as follows ere ends the maying or disport of chaucer imprinted in the southern gate of edinburgh by walter chapman and andrew millar the fourth day of april the year of god fifteen hundred and eight years the maying and disport is better known as the complaint of a lover's life or the complaint of the black knight strange to say we hear no more of miller after this but chapman comes forward again in connection with the breviary though it is uncertain whether he was its printer and probably printed some other books which have been lost the breviary is a small octavo in two volumes the first of which appeared in 1509 and the other in 1510. It is printed in red and black Gothic characters. The conclusion of the Latin colophon to the second volume may be rendered as follows. Printed in the town of Edinburgh by the command and at the charge of the honorable gentleman Walter Chapman, merchant in the said town, on the fourth day of june in the year of our lord fifteen ten the next scottish printer so far is as known was a certain john story though only an office of our lady of pity accompanied by a legend on the subject of the relics of st andrew remains to testify to us of his existence it was printed by command of charles steele and dr dixon dates it at perhaps about fifteen twenty rather more than twenty years later thomas davidson became king's printer in edinburgh his only dated work was the new acts and constitutions of parliament made by the right excellent prince james the fifth king of scottis fifteen forty the title page of this book consists of a large woodcut of the Scottish arms, above which is the title in four lines, printed in Roman capitals. This book also displays all three forms of type, black letter, Roman, and italic. Its colophon, which is printed in italics, is as follows. 
imprinted in edinburgh by thomas davidson dwelling about the nethered bough on the north side of the gate the eighth day of february the year of god fifteen forty one years but there is some of davidson's undated work which is earlier than this though it is not known for certain when he began to print of these undated publications ad serenissimum scatorum regum iocabum quintum de suscepto regni regimene a diis fleciter ominato strena is notable as affording the earliest example of the use of a roman type by a scottish printer for its title is printed in these characters only one copy is known and that is in the british museum opinions differ as to its date but the majority assign it to the year fifteen twenty eight davidson's most important production however was his beautiful folio edition of bellenden's translation of hector boese's work the history and chronicles of scotland this says dr dixon is an almost unrivalled specimen of early british typography it is one of those gems which the earlier period of the art so frequently produced but which no future efforts of the press have surpassed or even equalled it has a title page similar to that of the new acts but the title itself is printed in handsome red gothic characters dr dixon to whose learned annals of scottish printing completed on account of the author's ill health by mr j p edmund i am indebted for the details of early scottish typography given above and assigns this book to the year fifteen forty two having seen the printing press fairly set to work in scotland it will not be necessary here to notice its later productions but before closing the chapter it will be interesting to observe that edinburgh was the place of publication of the first work printed in the gaelic language this was bishop carswell's translation of the scottish prayer book which was printed in fifteen sixty seven by roybeard robert lech it is in the form of gaelic common at the time to both scotland and ireland and therefore as regards language it forestalls the irish alphabet and catechism dublin fifteen seventy one to which reference is made below the type of carswell's prayer book however is roman the following is a translation of its title page made by dr malachlan forms of prayer and administration of the sacraments and catechism of the christian faith here below according as they are practised in the churches of scotland which have loved and accepted the faithful gospel of god on having put away the false faith turned from the latin and english into gaelic by mr john carswell minister of the church of god in the bounds of argyle whose other name is bishop of the isles no other foundation can any man lay save that which is laid even jesus christ 
1 Corinthians 3, printed in Dun Edin, whose other name is Dun Mode, the 24th day of April 1567, by Roybeard Lech Previk. Lech Previk, whose first work, so far is as known, was produced in 1561, printed not only in Edinburgh, but also in Stirling and St. Andrews at different times. End of chapter 12 Chapter 13 Early Printing in Ireland In heading a chapter, Early Printing in Ireland, one is somewhat reminded of the celebrated chapter on snakes. As a matter of fact, however, there is no real analogy. Ireland was very slow to adopt the printing press, and made little use of it when she did adopt it, yet it would not be quite accurate to say that there was no early printing in Ireland, but it can truthfully be said that Ireland's early printing was late, late, that is, compared with that of other countries. The first typographical work known to have been produced in Ireland is the Book of Common Prayer, the first prayer book of Edward the Sixth which was printed in Dublin in 1551 by Humphrey Powell. Powell was a printer in Holborn Conduit in 1548, and in 1551 went to Dublin and set up as King's Printer, a proclamation against the rebels of the O'Connors imprinted at Dublin by Humphrey Powell, 16th August, 1564, seems to be the only other known specimen of his Dublin printing. The colophon of the first book printed on Irish grounds is as follows. Imprinted by Humphrey Powell, printer to the King's Majesty, in His Highness's realm of Ireland, dwelling in the city of Dublin, in the great tower by the crane, cum prio elegio ad imprimendum solum, Anno Domini, 1551. This prayer book is exceedingly rare. The British Museum possesses no copy, but has to content itself with photographs showing the title, colophon, etc., of that in the library of Trinity College, Dublin. Emmanuel College, Cambridge, has one which formerly belonged to Archbishop Sancroft, Cotton, in his Typographical Gazetteer, says that Powell's prayer book is most creditable to the early Irish press. It is in the English language and printed in black letter. The first book printed in the Gaelic language, though in Roman type, has already been spoken of. The first Gaelic type was exhibited to the world in a tiny volume of 54 pages printed at Dublin in 1571, and entitled Irish Alphabet and Catechism. This was compiled by John O'Kearney, and contained the elements of the Irish language, the catechism, some prayers, and Archbishop Parker's Articles of the Christian Rule. The following is a facsimile of the title page to which a translation is added. Irish Alphabet and Catechism, Precept or Instruction of a Christian, together with certain articles of the Christian rule 
which are proper for every one to adopt who would be submissive to the ordinance of god and of the queen in this kingdom translated from latin and english into irish by john o'kearney awake why sleepest thou o lord arise cast us not off for ever psalm forty four verse twenty three printed in irish in the town of the ford of the hurdles at the cost of master john usher elderman at the head of the bridge the twentieth day of june fifteen seventy one with the privilege of the great queen fifteen seventy one this book was produced by john o'kearney sometime treasurer of st patrick's cathedral and his friend nicholas walsh chancellor of st patrick's and afterwards bishop of ossory and the john usher who defrayed the expense was then collector of customs of the port of dublin its appearance was considered a momentous event by those concerned with it for great benefits were anticipated for the irish people as soon as their national tongue and its own dear alphabet were reduced to print as O'Kearney states at some length in the preface. He also tells us that the types from which this volume was printed were provided at the cost of the high, pious, great, and mighty Prince Elizabeth. In this connection it is worth while to notice two extant records, one among the state papers, Irish series, and the other among the acts of the Privy Council. From the first, made some time in december fifteen sixty seven we gather that queen elizabeth had already paid sixty six pounds thirteen shillings four pence for the making of characters for the testament in irish and that this testament was not yet in the press the second august fifteen eighty seven states that the new testament was translated into irish by Walsh and O'Kearney, but never imprinted, partly for want of proper characters and men of that nation and language skillful in the mystery of printing, and partly on account of the cost. I can find no other record of the provision of a font of Irish types at the Queen's expense, and having no more definite information at hand on this point, and taking into consideration the contents of the book, an Irish alphabet, and directions for reading Irish, and a catechism, etc., by way of exercise, its diminutive size and the imperfection of its print, I venture the suggestion that O'Kearney's work was printed as a trial of the new types given by the Queen, and intended for printing the New Testament, this view is supported by the first words of the preface here o oh reader you have the first value and fruit of that great instructive work which i have been producing and devising for you for a long time that is the faithful and perfect type of the gaelic tongue the conclusion seems to be that the types were inadequate for the larger work and that for some reason there was a difficulty about supplying more or finding any one to undertake the printing. The preface further says, 
after requesting corrections and amendments as regards the typography. And it is not alone that I am asking you to give this kind friendly correction to the printing, but also to the translation or rendering made of this catechism put forth as far back as 1563 of the age of the Lord, and which is now more correct and complete, with the principal articles of the Christian faith associated therewith. This has led some to think that there was an earlier edition of the alphabet and catechism, but it seems plain that O'Kearney refers to the catechism only, not to the whole book, and equally plain that the 1563 work, whatever it was, was not printed in Irish type, or there would have been no special occasion to glorify the 1571 alphabet and catechism. Since nothing is known of the catechism of 1563, it is very possible that it existed only in manuscript and never went to press. I have gone into this matter of the Irish alphabet and catechism of 1571 somewhat at length, because I am not aware that it has ever yet received detailed attention. The quotations I have given from the preface are from an anonymous manuscript translation inserted in the British Museum copy. O'Kearney's Irish Alphabet and Catechism is so rare that only three copies are known to exist, one being in the British Museum, one in the Bodleian Library, and one in the library of Lincoln Cathedral. The font of types from which it was printed was not quite correct. For instance, the small Roman A is used, and an H is introduced, a letter foreign to the Gaelic alphabet. During the 17th century, and even later, most of the Irish books were sent to be printed on the continent or in England. Several books by Irish authors, chiefly catechisms, works on the language, and dictionaries, bear the names of Louvain, Antwerp, Rome, or Paris, such as the Catechism of Bonaventure Hussey, printed at Louvain in 1608, and reprinted in Antwerp in 1611 and 1618. End of chapter 13. End of section 7.